You're listening to the Padres Prospectus Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Pond, and with me, uh, as always, since the very beginning, uh, is Chad Hamner. How's it going, Chad? very beginning since last time. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Getting back on the wagon after a little over a week. Um, been itching to, to get back to it, and uh, well, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yesterday was a good day. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The draft! The draft! The draft. <laughs> I'm like, oh my! I was thinking that you know, hey, we have personal lives. You know, there's other things that happen outside. I thought maybe. No, uh, I don't. No, I, I don't have a personal life besides Padres and Padres Twitter. Actually, you know, a, a, just a little personal personal banter. Um, I saw, uh, and I see these tweets all the time where people say, you know what? Even though the Padres are horrible. Um, you know, we're so lucky. We're so we're we're just so awesome because we live in San Diego. The weather's beautiful. Everything's great mm-hmm. here. So, and uh, of course, I don't live in San Diego. I live in Texas. <laughs> so, being a Padres fan, I'm like, sorry, I, I need this to count for more. I don't have those things. So you can't you can't just uh, walk to the beach. Is what yeah. you're saying? Texas is great. Don't get me wrong. I do love it here, actually. Um, but it's. Uh, mm-hmm. It, you know, it's not as beautiful as San Diego. The weather's not as nice. So there's other good things, but uh, one thing that uh, I can almost guarantee that none of my friends back home have experienced: uh, we we planted some new grass in the backyard, uh, and recently we found some like little tiny holes all over the yard. And I was like, "What is going what? on here?" I, I it looked. My wife thought maybe it was a bird. We asked our friends like, "Oh, me, you know, our friends back in California," and they're like, "Oh, maybe it's like a raccoon or something." <laughs> and so a couple days, and I was like, I don't think it's a raccoon. Like we don't, you know, we don't live like we live in. It's a small town, but it's still like streets. You know, we're not. It's not forced. Yeah, and so I walk outside to go grab some out of the garage, and walking right in front of the door is an armadillo. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh man, like that's an arm. What? I was like confused because I've seen like a couple, but they were always dead, like in the middle of the road, like on a front oh, no. or something. Never actually seen one like walking around. And so I, I kind of was like in shock. I was like, "Hey, Rachel!" Like my wife, like, "Come here!" Like I, what's happening? <laughs> I was confused by this. <laughs> so we think that's what's been doing it. We kind of, uh, I, I, I tried to like find something to catch it with, uh, which you know I don't have a lot of experience in armadillo catching. Uh, so <laughs> really, I, come on. Really? Yeah, I was, Disappointing. I have, if I had, it's like, I think it's like bringing your glove to the ballpark. Like, <laughs> you don't want to feel like a lame if you do because, I mean, I, I like doing it, but some people are always like, you're bringing your glove to the ballpark. Like, I'm like, I don't know, there's balls that could Flying land somewhere. Around. I don't yeah. know. I mean, catching games. High speed. I'm, I'm not going to, like, rob a kid of a of a ball or something, but, <laughs> you know, if it's coming at, you know, my wife's head or something or my kids, you know, I want to be able to stop it but anyways. and not you know not hurt your your beautiful hands because yes. they're pristine right yeah true true <laughs> but uh but was, well so the draft yeah so anyways the the armadillo did get away but uh we're we're on the lookout for that armadillo well, so. what what would you have done to it well no I, I didn't catch it man it was but it like was, what was the plan if you did what what do you do to a captured armadillo i don't know <laughs> I'm not sure. I would have found out. Now, I, now I'll, I, I might never know. So hopefully, it comes I, mean, I feel back like and... you, you would have just caught it and then be sitting there and be saying, "Well, now <laughs> I have an armadillo." <laughs> what? What now? <laughs> I'll find out. I'll find. Well, I'll, I'll keep y'all posted on the, uh, the armadillo chase going on. One day. 
Anyways, back to more interesting things like uh, that mm-hmm. thing that happened last night, the um, the draft, right? Oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, uh, oh yeah. So the Padres had the third pick, uh, and I got I freaked out for a little bit. I was actually being a really good dad, and I took my kids to the park, but I had my phone oh. on me. So I was like, you guys are okay, right? I mean, it's pretty good. I'll just, you know, kind of mute this. And, and then when they announced, you know, the picks, I was, when I heard, uh, when I didn't hear Hunter Green going first, I, and I heard it was it was Royce Lewis, I was like, all right, maybe there's a chance that yeah. Hunter Green goes uh, drops down. But wasn't meant to be. But uh, I've only gotten mm-hmm. more excited since we've gotten uh, Mackenzie Gore. How you feeling about that, Jen? I mean, I, I mean, Hunter Green was the dream. But mm-hmm. some things, you know, we're we just don't deserve some things, I guess. So we didn't deserve him. But Mackenzie Gore is just about the best constellation prize you could ask for. Yeah, I will definitely, I that. will definitely take that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, a- Left-hander from North Carolina, Whiteville, Whitville, something like that, um, and he's like six foot two, uh, still a bit skinny. I think he's like around one hundred eighty pounds. And scouts say he grew like an inch within this last year. So hopefully, you know, he's still growing. And I mean, when you look at him, when we when you look at him pitch, the first thing that pops out is that leg kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he has this massive leg kick. And of course, being a lefty, so he's his right foot is coming up, and basically his knee goes into his armpit, yeah. and then which is insane. I would like just tear my body apart if I tried that. And then he like, sweeps it down, gets a very very long extension, and he you know his, his fastball sits about I think ninety two. He gets up to you know he touches ninety seven rarely, mm. but he, he's only eighteen. You know, he's going to get bigger. He's still growing, apparently. Mm-hmm. He's, apparently, he put on, like, 15 pounds of weight also in the off-season uh, of, of muscle, and that helped his velocity. So, not only right now, if he just stopped growing, would he be something, you know, 
No, uh, still already, he's a physical specimen. He's a great athlete. Everybody loves how athletic he is, but he's probably still growing and probably only going to get more athletic. Yeah, I think uh, I think looking around, it's it's hard. You don't want to you don't want to compare him to. I mean, people are saying that Green is like a you know a generational pick, and he's already on the cover of Sports Illustrated. But uh, right. I think that they were saying that just based on uh, you know Green's velocity, it's you know he's uh, which which is you know hard to teach, hard to teach velocity. Um, hard, you can't. You can't instruct 102 miles an hour. Yeah, uh, but they're saying that you know that his stuff uh, was probably probably more advanced than Green's, just because mm-hmm. he did, you know because he he had to use it more. And um, I, I I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the competition is like in uh, in North Carolina uh, or you know that area of the country. I'm sure that he was also on some other teams that you know traveled around. But um, yeah, he actually uh, pitched at Petco Park in the. Um... The perfect game showcase, or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he did. That's right. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's, he's faced some good talent, and he's had to use uh, some besides that. So that's that's really promising because uh, you know it's like, oh well, you know, he has his velocity. If he yeah, if he has the velocity, then they can convert him to a closer. Worst case scenario, but obviously with the with the top three pick, you don't just want to have a closer. Uh, you want to have right. someone who can do more. And so, yeah, Mackenzie Gore, I'm excited. I think he's gonna. Uh, I mean, you know, like I said, is he going to be? Do I know what he's going to be like? No, you know, but um, but uh, as far as potential, he's definitely got it in spades, and uh, should be someone that's uh, should be exciting to follow. Yeah, I mean, I've been reading a lot on Mackenzie Gore and following in just a, a couple of the top prospects before the draft, and you know, some uh, evaluators, some scouts think that Mackenzie Gore is actually a better pitching prospect than Hunter Green, and although I mean, it's mostly universally agreed upon that green is the better prospect a lot of that is just because of his insane velocity because just 102 miles an hour as an 18 year old is crazy and he's he was doing that for like a year when he was 17 he was throwing like over 100 miles an hour it's ridiculous um but you know not to say Mackenzie gore doesn't have some risk but hunter green has a lot of risk because Throwing 102 miles an hour as an 18-year-old, it might not be the best thing for your arm. As we see right now, Anderson Espinosa has been gone for half the year. He's still missing. Where are you? <sighs> and, be- and it's most likely because he throws really fast and he's still really young. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely something to, to, to watch out for. It's almost like, it's like, can we just like cryogenically freeze him? Uh, until he's like a little bit older, a little more mature, and then get him going again. Because, yeah, like you said, it's you know you just kind of have to hold your breath on those pitching prospects when they're so young, throwing so fast. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he definitely seems like someone who's going to be able to uh, to do some good stuff. Yeah, it's really exciting to see. I mean, I guess this is a conversation that we'll have when we update the site's top fifty prospects, and I guess we can kind of talk about this now, but. Where would you kind of place Mackenzie Gore in our top prospect list? It's a good question. Um, you know, I, I was just checking. I was checking Twitter, and I, I, I saw some people saying that he'd be at the top of the list. Um, I, I would say it'd be probably hard to drop him lower than five. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's tough because, you, and not that you have to, um, and and I guess just because you know, just because we write for a site doesn't mean that we're expert. You know, prospectors, <laughs> uh, but right. it it does help to be able to see what they're doing. 
Um, you know, I, I, I just, I, I think I've been thinking a lot about um, Javier Guerra. How when it, when he came yeah. over, it was like Guerra, he's the guy, and mm-hmm. it just hasn't been there. And you know, so just because you know, just because they start off really high doesn't mean the best where they stay. Um, and you know, Anderson Espinoza, you know, it's oh, it's hard, back. it's hard to it's hard to keep saying, yeah, he's the one when you know we don't know what's up with him. Yeah. Um, I, I think I saw that he was, you know, beginning a throwing regimen or was going to begin yeah. something, but mm-hmm. you know, until that actually happens, it's like, you know, it's just it's like the you know, not that Corey Lupke had the same at, at the same ceiling or anything because he didn't, but it just you know has like oh, or just like Alex Dickerson, <laughs> where it's like yeah, oh, yeah. it's don't worry about it, he he'll be fine, just just needs to stretch that a little bit. Oh, actually, you know what? It's going to be a little bit longer. Hey, you know, he he, he was in the cage today. He was looking good. Uh, you know, it actually turns out that uh, he's not going to be playing probably for the rest of the year. It's like, what? Yeah, it turns out his back has been broken ever since May. So, yeah. so, I, I don't, so getting back to the question. So, I mean, so the per, the people that were trying to figure out where he'd be, um, you know, I think the people in the at the top of the list are going to be in no particular order. Uh, Adrian Morahone, uh, Cal Quantrill. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm blanking right now. But uh, the. No. Uh, Anderson, but you're, you're yeah, ignoring yeah. him. Oh, sorry. I, just, I wasn't trying to ignore him. Uh, but yeah, okay. I, between between Anderson, Espinosa, between uh, Adrian Morahone, between uh, Cal Quantrill, those are three really good pitchers. And Quantrill has the most experience, and he's hardly. He's he's only started playing this year in in like Elsinore. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess he maybe did a little, a little bit last year, but um, so I don't know. I mean, the uh, I don't know if if I'm going off uh, and you ask, you know, I'll think about it more later. So when we do <laughs> post our list on the site, I have a reserve the right to change it. Plus, it'll be a group effort. <laughs> so you know, even if you know, even if it's horrible, I'll just say it was uh, the other writer's fault because I was higher on that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But all um, the mistakes are their fault. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would say uh, I, I would say pro- uh, I don't know. I, it's really it's really tough to say. Yeah. I mean, I mean, have you come to a conclusion? That you're gonna you, hammer something down. That 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 was a that was a good uh, teammate right there. You saw that I was faltering, so you stepped in and you're trying to give me a little extra banter to. <laughs> to be clear, my thought. I appreciate that. This is this is going well. Um, well I'm also trying to give myself some time. I mean, I don't. It's it's really tough to. I mean, this wasn't in the agenda, Chad. This wasn't. I in know. The I'm sorry, but come on, we have to talk book. about this kind of thing. Yeah. No. No. Uh, yeah. So if, if I'm if I'm just thinking around the top, um, you know, it's probably. Um, I think that I think that maybe. I think that maybe I drop because um, I, I think at the beginning of the year I would have had uh, Espinosa one, yeah, um, and agree. I think that maybe I drop him down. Maybe I put Quantrill up there uh, and more oh, okay. Um, okay. and or, or or maybe switch those. I mean, I, uh, and, and like I said, because I because I have seen Quantrill pitch and I haven't really seen Morahone. I've only I'm kind of going off of well, whatever no else really is seen. So yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, oh well, this is how I feel about. It. I'm like, well, I haven't actually watched him and. I'm kind of just going off what everybody else says, and and uh, of course they, I'm you know not that I know more than them or you know, but you know, because yeah. there are obviously people to trust besides us. But uh, yeah, anyways, I go Quantrill, Morahone, and then probably uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I guess Espinosa and then Gore. Okay. I think I think okay. I think and 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 like, like I said, the the margins between those are pretty thin. 
Um, it's de- definitely no one's lead. I mean, if if anybody said that they disagree with that, I you know I would have little argument with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that I probably yeah, put Gore three and uh, and then Espinosa four just because just because who knows. But uh, if he comes back healthy, then you know that then that would definitely change. I don't know. What, what, what about you? What are you thinking? I mean, uh, kind of like you. Just the top five is are they're very they're very close. Um, I think I'm going to be a little more bullish on Gore, and I'm actually a little concerned about Cal. Um, you know, he has he has like three different change-ups. I think his slider or curve or slurve is, you know, getting more advanced. He's getting to feel it more. Um, but, you know, his last start for Lake Elsinore, he was good the first two innings, and then his mechanics just fell apart, and he walked a bunch of people and got the bases loaded, and it wasn't pretty. And... You know, he's only two years removed from a Tommy John surgery. He hadn't pitched that much anyways. So, but then the tough thing is, how do you compare this 18-year-old, you know, lefty from North Carolina to, like, Adrian Morahone? You know, uh, he's also, like, 18 years old, I think. Lefty from South America or Latin America. Cuba, yeah. Cuba, sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. I mean, it's so... I, I think... I mean, and, and we agree that uh, Renfro and Margot are no longer prospects. We're yeah. not talking about them, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, gosh, I, I almost want to put him first. I guess I'll temper that. You know, I guess kind of right now I would really say it goes, for me, Marjon Urias, Urias, excuse me, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Gore. And then I put Cal and Espinosa after that. But those five, I think, are definitely the, the cream of the crop right now i would say gore and all five of those are easily ahead of the other prospects like nix lucchese yeah lauer even tatis even though he's probably up like he's probably like number six i would think yeah and so i think that that's about where i'd slot him but yeah. i mean yeah i agree the top five is very you know the and interchangeable a lot yeah. is going to depend on this season i think yeah i you know if mckenzie gore comes out he probably won't pitch that much but if you know he comes out pitches 30 innings and you know continues to crush it because in high school he had like a 0.19 era which is ridiculous yeah then yeah sure i'd be very happy putting him number one yeah so yeah i've I've been a little disappointed with quantrill um this Mm -hmm. year but i think from i think that there's a lot of stuff that's worth looking at and that's one of the where i've kind of deferred to some of the scouts where even though yeah um if i if i could go to a game and watch choose which pitcher from the storm rotation i could watch I'd probably want to see Lucchese just because um, he's got, you know, because I think he has... A wacky delivery. Yeah, he's it's, it's, it's got that delivery. And, he's, and he, like, like I said last podcast, he's just got a lot of strikeouts. And I just, I don't know, just something about him I, I just really like. Um, but everything that I've read and everything that I've seen says that, um, and, you know, their performance isn't that, um, you know, like Quantrill has struggled right. in some starts, but um, the results aren't, you know, drastically different. And um, so, yeah, he's one that... I'm kind of deferring the scouts a little bit on that, but uh, but yeah, the performance hasn't quite been where I where I would you know where I'd hope that it would be, but yeah, uh, but yeah, like yeah, like like you said, they're all pretty close, and uh, by the end of the year, I think that'll be kind of a clearer picture. We'll see who gets promoted, mm-hmm. um, and that and that'll kind of we'll, we we will we'll mention that a little bit later on about you know all star games and who might be promoted, but uh, mm-hmm. Quantrill is definitely someone who you could see. Um, rising pretty quickly, along with a couple other yep. people from, on that staff. So, uh, sticking with the draft, uh, anything else uh, we want to talk about? 
Well, I mean, yeah, Gore wasn't the only person taken in the draft, surprisingly. Um, after after Gore, in the first day, the Padres had three picks. They had the first-round pick. That was Mackenzie Gore. Then they had their second-round pick and a compensation round, uh, competitive compensation round B. And so for their second-round pick, they took catcher Luis Campusano Bracero, a uh, high schooler out of Augusta, Georgia. And he was, according to Baseball America, the top-ranked catching prospect of this draft. So that's pretty sweet yeah. to be able to snag. Yeah, I like that. Um, apparently, he's a really nice guy. Uh, AJ Casavo of MLB.com was apparently had an interview with uh, Bracero's coach. He said, you know, he went to every JV game. He's really good with the pitchers, which is something you want in a young catcher. Um, and he batted, you know, like. 622 or something his senior year. So that's pretty crazy also. So uh, top catching prospect with the second round pick, that's pretty nice to have. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, they've selected another catcher <laughs> in the with the 69th overall pick, and his name is Blake Hunt. And he was a kind of prospect that really you know, <clears throat> blew up late in the scouting season, beginning – you know, after the last draft, when all the evaluating starts to happen, he wasn't ranked that highly. But as time went on, people started to notice him more and more. Um, and then, you know, he was one of the first catchers taken. So that's also good. Although it's kind of interesting, the Padres go pitcher, and then they take two catchers right after that with their next two picks. Anything you want to take from that? Um, well, I mean, the uh, I think I was looking. I think the last. I think the last draft the. Their first catch was at the 17th round or something. It was pretty low. Um, and, you know, yeah. uh, my initial reaction, um, I liked, or, you know, I say I liked, like I know any of these people before they get drafted, <laughs> other than Mackenzie Gore, <laughs> or like the, the top right. guys. But um, with, uh, you know, when I heard, okay, like, yeah, that sounds great. And he was the highest ranked. That sounds great, too. With Blake Hunt, it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, we just chose one of those. And I know that everybody says, you know, you don't draft to need. You draft at the, the highest talent that's on the board still. Um, but I, and at first it was kind of just like, really, is this what we're doing? And I think the main reason that um, – uh, I'm not sure what was more annoying, actually, listening to people saying, why did they choose another catcher? Or listening to people <laughs> saying, don't you know the draft? Oh, I know the draft <laughs> yeah. so well. Listen, this is how it goes. That's Th- not how you do the draft. Yeah, bo- both of those were equally annoying. Uh, I just didn't really mm-hmm. say anything, but uh, um, but I think that I think the reason that you get into the draft is because you you're dreaming. You're saying, "All right, mm-hmm. Mackenzie Gore, uh, he could be a star." <laughs> All right, the next guy, he could be a star too. Like who who knows? I was listening to um, the Effectively Wild podcast um, today on my home from work and. They were, they're not really big uh, draft guys, but they were talking to someone who was, and they said that it's basically, it's roughly like 10% of people who are drafted end up making it to the majors. Like not, not wow, making. I think that's even high, isn't it? Uh, I mean, like, it's make, like 40 it's like, rounds. Well, it's like making it to the, I mean, I guess maybe the one, just, I don't know if it's just the ones that signed. Um, Actually, you know what? That, that, that might not be that crazy. Yeah. There's 40 rounds. Each team has four players from each draft make it to the majors not be stars but make yeah. it okay that, that's pretty reasonable I guess. yeah and so and so it's like so so it's one of those things where it's like the, the odds of even the odds of mckenzie gore who's the number three overall pick mm-hmm. i mean he gets not make it so yeah the, no there's there's a significant risk you know especially yeah. high school pitchers 
the odds of Mackenzie Gore making getting it to the major leagues and you know never mind you know playing a full year getting to the all-star game and, you know even throwing a single pitch like there's like maybe like a 50 percent chance he won't even make the major leagues I, it's probably higher than that but yeah i mean yeah i know but i want i want to keep myself a little more excited <laughs> yeah than that it's just, like probably like 65 percent or something yeah that, i mean it's it, I mean, that's why, I don't know if you saw, but um, Kevin Acey wrote an article, or published an article last night, saying, you know, the Padres need Mackenzie Gore to have Kershaw-like qualities, and if if Gore doesn't turn out to be who we think he is, then this draft was a failure and Preller should be fired. Uh, yeah. Well. I mean, the, the whole point of, you know, prospects flame out. They play, flame out a lot. You know, who Anderson Espinosa might not ever come back. That's what's really scary. Mm-hmm. But the point is, what the Padres are doing really well is you get a lot of these prospects. So even when a couple flame out, you do have a couple that still come up and are pretty good. So he's another arm to add to that list, and that's incredibly important. But it's wrong to just count on any player becoming yeah. an instant major league that's just not how it yeah. works so not, it's not the statistics there yeah yeah so i mean so 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 going back to what i was saying it's like the you know you you want to dream about these players and in, in mm-hmm. your head you can see Mackenzie gore starting for the padres you know in my head when i think all right luis Camposano, don't know him but i mean he's the highest guy but then the third you're like all right well another catcher it's like wait, wait a second what, i mean I can't. I, that doesn't fit in my dream because Austin Hedges is—he's my dream. He, <laughs> yeah, in, right, in my head, right. he's the one that's there, and so I, I could see why some people were just like, you know, that doesn't match up with what I want. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, and so I, I understand why people be frustrated. But when it comes down to it, I'm looking at the farm system, and I, I said, now that you draft to need, you draft to the yeah. highest, you know, to the, you know, the the highest, best player, the best player on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Padres are pretty weak at catcher, yeah, um, in, oh, in the yeah. system. Uh, in AAA, you besides got, hedges, <laughs> yeah, we well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, beside underneath, not underneath hedges. <laughs> well, yes, Freudian slip there. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> the you know hedges is this unattainable bar. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then right. There's yeah, not, but not like that much yeah, left. going down the line, you know, AAA, it's Rocky Gale and a couple mm-hmm. and other some other you know journeyman guys. Yep. Um, same in Double A. The Double A, mm-hmm. it's uh, Steve McGee and uh, I think who Webster Revis. Yeah, who are you know mid twenty. Huh? Yeah, the mid twenties. Uh, yeah. At Lake Elsinore, it's um, Austin Allen. Right? It's Austin Allen. Uh, who's and he's you know, like the only, the he, only one really. Yeah, he's the only big one. He's mostly like a you know a bat first. I mean, he's still got yep. some still got some good uh, pop time. I, I, I watched a couple couple videos of him, and uh, but I mean you know that's it. After that, it's AJ Kennedy, uh, who is like, who is a great defender, but his ba- he's batting below one hundred, um, right. and he's just way overmatched. Um, and so, you know, having some good guys to have these. Uh, obviously, we, we already talked about the top of the Padres uh, prospect list is all pitchers. So yeah. it'd be good to have someone worth throwing the nice ball to. Have some hitters up there. So, um, yeah. so yeah, uh, so yeah. At first, you know, obviously. Of course, everyone who's ever been a Padres fan knows that we need shortstops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, listening to uh, listen to Mark Grant on the on the broadcast last night, he said, "If I was general manager, I don't know if he said it, if he was or if he just wanted to try it out. He's like, if I was general manager, I would just get shortstops. 
the whole the whole round, like the whole draft. <laughs> which, very much draft say. <laughs> but it was like, I mean, you know, because yeah, you can move them around too. I mean, some of those, you yeah. know, I mean, Trevor yeah, Hoffman, play any infield was position a shortstop, and yeah, they move around, but uh, but it's one of those things where it's like, and and, and you know, I, I keep on saying this: you don't draft need, but um, that was a big focus on the international market. So, um, yeah. part well, of me, that that's just because the best athletes yeah. mm-hmm. are all going to be shortstop just yeah. because they're the best athletes. But yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, in my head, if I was to be like my dream draft, you know, outside of, you know, Hunter green, uh, yeah. you know, there's probably more shortstops at the top of that list. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we didn't choose one till, or we didn't, the Potters didn't choose until the, <laughs> uh, the eighth round. Uh, I don't know if it's... Right, I was surprised they passed on Nick Allen, the the shortstop from, I think, like, Rancho Bernardo or something like <laughs> was that. Was it Francis Parker or... Oh, I... yeah, Francis Parker, that's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, local kid. Um, he was ranked pretty highly. He was, like, the like you know, Keith Law, Baseball America, they had, like, first-round grades on him. Mm-hmm. And the Padres passed on him with their second-round pick and their, uh, their compensation that... pick, which is after that. So, I guess, I mean, they must not have liked him that much, obviously, mm-hmm. but... That would have been a little cool story, at least. Yeah, because I mean, for me, even though he's not like a huge prospect, I think uh, just seeing Ty France doing doing pretty well in Double A, mm-hmm. coming out of SDSU, that 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 that's a cool story. Um, yeah, even if he doesn't make it, it's still just like, oh yeah, like you know, it's like oh yeah, he grew up and he played or he played. I don't know, I don't know where he grew up, but he played in San Diego and he played for Tony Gwynn. Like that's a cool story. So oh yeah, you always hope to you always hope that something like that works out. So eh, it wasn't in the cards, but. Overall, uh, do I, you know, my feelings on the draft, I don't know any of these players. And I'm just going to go ahead and trust uh, <laughs> trust AJ Perler that he knows what he's doing. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, two cutters, two cutters at the top. Uh, you know, kind of weird. Not really what I was expecting. But, uh, no. you know, it is it is something that we do need because I'm, I'm not positive. I think he could be immortal, but Austin Hedges might not be uh, immortal. Right, blasphemy. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, definitely, definitely good to right. have someone else. And uh, hopefully, by the time they uh, they come up, they actually have uh, some brown catchers gear because those Friday night oh. games where he's wearing blue, it just it just looks weird. Yeah. It just doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, quick, quick's got a report though. Um, for Luis Campusano, I think that was it. Bracero. Oh no, I totally bossed that. Campusano, In any case, that, yeah, who knows? Campusano, Bracero. Yeah, and uh, he, he, he. I think he's more of a bat first, and then Blake Hunt is uh, much more defensive yeah. minded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the other picks, I'll do it really quickly. The third round pick, they took out uh, center fielder Mason House from White House High School in Texas. Uh, power from the left side. A good defender, apparently. People compare him to Michael Geddes, uh, which is interesting to see. Pretty similar, um, except Michael Geddes is a right-hander, I do believe. Um, and then in the fourth round, they took right-handed pitcher Sam Keating from Canterbury High School, which, I mean... Some people saw him as just a reliever. Mark Connor said they want him to be a starter, so that'll be something to look at. In their fifth round, they took third baseman Johnny Hamza from South Anchorage High School in Alaska, Yeah, which is, uh, I'm pretty sure, the only player that's going to be drafted from Alaska this year, so that's pretty cool. He, 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 um, was, he was the best player in the state, was what I read. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's the only one ranked by like any prospect rankings from Alaska. So that's pretty cool. He turned 18 when he was drafted at uh, the same day, Tuesday, that is. So that's pretty fun to that's see. Cool. Um, and the first, you know, up until the fifth round, every single player drafted was a high schooler, which is, again, not really indicative of 
too much, but it's just kind of notable. It's the first time that's ever happened that they take six straight. The, their top six picks are all high schoolers. Yeah. Um, then the sixth round, they took left-handed pitcher Aaron Leisher from Moorhead State University, which sounds like an insult, but you know he has a lot of strikeouts. Cool to see. Again, it's really not too much to talk about them right now. Uh, round seven, they took left-handed pitcher Nick Margavicious, which is a fantastic name. Margavicious? Is that, am I saying it right? Do you know what it is? I don't know. That that, that was better than I would have said it, so yeah, it's we'll go with that. It's M-A-R-G-E-V-I-C-I-U-S. And that's a sick name. So and he's, rooting for him, he's a he, great name. Yeah, he's and he's actually six five. He's the tallest guy yep. that was drafted by the Padres, so uh-huh. they could call him a large Marge Vicious, and I, I like that. <laughs> a nice dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> Living up to the, to the stereotype. Uh, eighth round, they took shortstop Oliver Basabe from Faulkner University. He hit three forty two. Uh, apparently, a pretty good defender. Um, he came from Venezuela also, but he went to university, so he got drafted. Ninth round, they took Alex Cunningham from Coastal Carolina University, right-handed pitcher. Um, uh, a lot of strikeouts, 117 strikeouts, only 24 walks, so that's really good to see. And in the 10th round, another great name, actually, right-handed pitcher from University of Arkansas, Dominic Taccolini. Oh. So, and, you know, he actually was a reliever at the end of the season. And most people think he's going to be a reliever, and so maybe he can be kind of like a Phil Maton, like coming up very quickly. And that was the first, you know, the first ten rounds. Sounds good. We'll have to do an update with the uh, the next thirty. And uh... <laughs> yeah, may- mm, <laughs> maybe. So it looks well, like uh, Marjavicious and Takalini are the two names to beat. Because yeah. that's usually, oh, yeah. that's usually I'm pretty mature. Names. That's what I that's what I look for first in yeah. uh, in players. Is I mean, it's so. I mean, come on. Like, it, let's not pretend like drafting Seth Beer does not add <laughs> tremendous value to him. To be able to get a jer- jersey that says Beer on the back, that's fantastic. But speaking of Phil Maton, who was the first player from the 2015 Padres draft to make the major leagues. Mm-hmm. It's uh, probably a, a good time of the year to look back at the previous draft. So what stand out to you? Um, well, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, I think there's a lot of uh, – I mean, and obviously you can't really judge just – like, just like a GM's job, you can't really judge a draft in the first two years. It's premature. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I, I think at least at the, at the top of the draft, it's okay to, to be a little judgy. Um, yeah. I, th- I think so far uh, Jacob Nix – who was drafted uh, in the third round? Uh, the the, the Potters did not, did not have a first round pick, so he, he was their second overall pick. Uh, he's been doing pretty well for Lake Elsinore this year, coming off of uh, off of injury, but uh, he's still very. Much... Or in 2015, that is though. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at 2015. Yeah, yeah. I, sorry, I really scared myself there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. No, so, no. Uh, so yeah, so he's he's been doing well for Lake Elsinore this year. Uh, Austin mm-hmm. Allen, uh, third, uh, sorry, fourth round pick. Um, so I think top top of the of the draft, they did pretty well. Uh, the first pick was Austin Smith uh, in, mm-hmm. in the second round, which is 51st overall, and uh, he has that has not really panned out so well. No, um, yeah, he's he struggled with uh, with uh, with Fort Wayne, and he actually uh, just got demoted to uh, to Tri Cities, who opens their season on Thursday. So, and I think he's actually I, I don't know if they're piggybacking him or if they've actually just moved him to the bullpen. Um, 
but uh, I think I mean I think a lot of people just feel at this point because you know he, he really just couldn't stick out a starter even at Fort Wayne. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just thinking he's primarily going for his best chance is going to be as a reliever. Yeah. So, um, but you know he made up with it with Jacob Nix, who's probably going to be a top 100 prospect by the end of the year. Yeah. Who's taken after him so that's awesome to see yeah yeah uh and going on the list uh, you know there are some other guys who have been doing really well this year uh, jerry keel was yep. a ninth round pick um and he started off the year in late he's been all, he's been all over the place he started off the year in fort wayne uh he killed it there and then he skipped lake elson went to double a where he actually did better than he was doing mm-hmm. in fort wayne um, and yep. he is, uh, he is, I think he's a college guy. So, I mean, he's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, he's a bit older. Yeah. Yeah. I talked about that last time, but, um, and then they, they, they just moved, uh, Kyle Lloyd back down from AAA to double A. And so then Keel got sent down. So now he's in Lake Elsinore. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, so yeah, so he's been doing really well this season. Uh, Brett Kennedy, who was 11th round pick has been doing well for double uh, A this year. Um, right. and, uh, Trey Win Wingenter. I don't think I've actually said it out loud yet. I just oh, you know what? I was listening to the. I was watching the um, the missions broadcast. Yeah, I, they pronounced it like like there's two G's there, so it's like wing getter, wing getter, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Trey right. wing getter. Yeah, uh, but seventeenth yeah. round pick though. Yeah, yeah, seventeenth round. He's he's a big six seven guy. Um, I had a chance. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to interview him. I haven't posted the uh, the interview yet, but a really awesome guy. Uh, yeah, six seven, and he was he was pumping like ninety eight miles an hour, ninety nine miles wow, an really? hour, uh, like the night that I saw them. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, that's a, that, that just seems like a weird pick. A six foot seven throwing 98. I don't know how he drops the 17th round other than that. He's a reliever. He, he he's the closer in, uh, in mm-hmm. San Antonio right now. But, um, so yeah, so, so there, there's some good, and, and obviously, um, Phil Matone or Maiden, or I, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, speaking of people that can't believe how they drop so far. Yeah. I mean, Matone, I think. Yeah. Let's stick with that. Right. He's like the poster child for that. Yeah, yeah, twentieth round. That that's that's a steal right there. Yeah, to, to even make to even make it the majors, let alone in just you know less than two, two years. years. Yeah, and you know people are he's probably the best relief pitching prospect for the Padres. Yeah. So yeah, and you want to you know know what he's all like, and, and he's best known for he he's kind of like a right-handed Ryan Bookter, and he has a lot of spin rate, and he's up at the at the Padres, mm-hmm. and so we got to see that. So that's awesome. That's something I'm definitely watching. Yeah. Uh, so going from I mean, so to so 2015, there's a couple other guys. I'm, I'm looking at just like the fifth, sixth, seventh round guys. Uh, that's Josh, Josh McGee, Jordan Guerrero, Trevor McGill. I think those guys are all starting off at Fort or at not Fort Wayne, at Tri Cities. So mm-hmm. uh, not not a whole lot going on there. That seems uh, like they're kind of you know they're not they're not speed through the system by any stretch. Uh, but last year, I mean, and it's I know it's I know it's early, but. It's. I think it's kind of hard not to be pretty pleased with last year's draft, even though it's yeah. only been a year. I mean, all those guys are. I mean, for the most part, are producing. Uh, we right, start. and especially considering that the Padres didn't pick until the second round, so they didn't have like you know a third overall pick like we got with Mackenzie Gore, or even eighth overall pick where we got Cal Contral. They and the first pick was at fifty uh, first overall. So yeah. the fact that you know. Jacob Nix was taking at 86 overall. That and he's going to be a top 100 prospect. That is, you know, if it was if he was the only person that came out of this draft class, we'd be very happy with that. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and going uh, going on uh, on a 2016, like I said, it's pretty hard to to even though it's, it hasn't been that long. Uh, a lot of those guys are producing. Like, uh, 
Kyle Quantrill yep. was was the uh, was the first pick uh, with the, mm-hmm. at, at number eight, and he's been he's been having a solid season. Uh, Potts, uh, Hudson Potts in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Uh, he's he's you know he struggled a little bit. Um, and he's he's still just a high school kid. Uh, so he's, he was young for yeah. a high school kid. Yeah, he's only eighteen now. Yeah, after year after being drafted. So yeah, but I mean he's uh, but he's he's got some pop, and he's uh, definitely not. Uh, off. I mean, he's he's still definitely a prospect. I, I'd probably have him in my top, mm-hmm. top ten, top top twelve. Um, Eric Lauer has been killing it. Uh, yeah. Reggie Lawson, Mason Thompson have uh, very very like upside heavy right there. Yeah, and and then Luke Hazy, he was taken at, in the fourth round and at 114, and he's he's been great. So oh, yeah. I mean, really, the only the only one that's kind of glaring is Buddy Reed. Taken uh, in the second round, forty-eight overall, um, which I I didn't. I mean, just based on what I read, I didn't really love that pick because he's kind of like a like a speedy outfielder who didn't really hit very well in college, mm-hmm. um, and that has kind of continued. He hasn't really done a whole lot uh, with the bat since he's been in right. Portland. Well, you know, uh, a few of the early mock drafts for twenty sixteen draft had Buddy Reed going in like the top fifteen picks. Um, he's a great athlete, mm-hmm. and he also played football. His only problems that he just can't hit but if he if he can hit if he can even hit for like average batting average he'll be very valuable because he's a great defender great athlete yeah well so there's still time on i, I don't want to mm-hmm. get too down on anybody in particular no. uh but um but i he's probably the one that that's struggling the most out of those top you know top eight picks or so but um i mean those are all pretty solid picks so far i like i said too early to yeah. too early to really definitively say that was a great draft uh but there's a lot to like there. So yep, um, you, you know, know, especially I mean, Joey Lucchese, who was taken 114th overall. Yeah, he's been doing better than Cal Quantrill yeah. and Jacob Nix, and I think I mean he's been like Elsinore's best pitcher. I think this year. Yeah, I would say so, and that's great to see. Yeah, I mean he uh, he's he's 24, so I think he's probably a little lower than some of those guys, right? I mean, yeah. Quantrill is, is he what 22, 23? I think he's about twenty two. Twenty two, yeah. So he's sounds co- about right. I mean, so he's a little bit older, so you might you might expect that, but um, but yeah, I mean, you, you'll still take that regardless of his, of his age. Uh-huh. It's still the still professional hitters right there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, basically, it seems like the first well three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, eight picks have been pretty decent for the Padres because the the last one we didn't talk about was Lake Bacar who. Uh, it's not as well known, but he's been okay, especially last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's not on the level of the other ones. But I mean, the first eight picks, really, nothing, no real you know, standout. I mean, of course, like, it's too early. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's too early to say someone's a bust. But a lot of people, a lot of uh, players, to get excited about. Eric Lauer's doing great. Hudson Potts is just very young, and people like him a lot. You know, Reggie Lawson, Mason Thompson, uh, they are very exciting to think about, to dream on. Um, and then, you know, the draft goes deeper. Dan Dallas taken in the seventh round. I know he was pretty decent last year. Mm. Jesse Schultens, who is actually with Lake Elsinore also, is doing really well, although he is even older than uh, than Lucchese. Actually, no, a little younger than Lucchese. Um, and then Jack Suwinski has been a fantastic defender for Fort Wayne. I mean, if you haven't seen some of Jack Suwinski's yeah. highlights. Yeah, great glove amazing i mean he was drafted as a center fielder uh but they placed him in right field because they have buddy reed and he's the the 
the more significant prospect and probably the better defender anyway. So they put him in center field. But Suwiski has made some incredible plays. Um, and then, and so, yeah, Suwiski was taken in the 15th round. And then, you know, there's a couple others that are, that we would know, like Chris Baker, although he hasn't made an appearance this year yet. Taylor Cowley, the outfielder, taking the 21st round. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure you like G.K. Young a lot, right? Did, did I hear you say, like, not here, but I think I saw you write something about G.K. Young. What do you think of him? Um, I mean, I, I don't know that uh, he, he's a college guy and he's in single A, so he, he's uh-huh. at Fort Wayne. So I think it's kind of hard to get too excited about what he's got going on for him. But, he, I mean, um, I only write about him because he just keeps hitting well. Uh, yeah. So. He's, 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 I think he leads. A, I think he leads a team in homers, or he's, he's pretty close up there. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of what you want out of your first baseman. So, uh, yeah, there's uh, he's, he's he's someone who keeping keep an eye on at least at least as he as he moves up. I think probably the one uh, for Fort Wayne that kind of doesn't really get a lot of run is uh, David Bednar, who was mm-hmm. the uh, he was the 35th uh, pick for the Padres. Or, uh, sorry, the 30, last one signed yeah, also. Yeah, 35, 35th round, and everybody that was drafted after him didn't even sign. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been their closer, and he's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, I, I think it's the same thing. You know, he's he's coming out of uh, out, he's coming out of college. He's twenty two, but yeah, he uh, is twenty two. Yeah, um, but, but it's still good to see. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's you know, it's it's. Uh, I think I think getting anything out of those lower rounds, even if it's just solid pitching, uh, that's like organizational. That's pretty good. So, mm-hmm. so I mean. The biggest takeaway, really, is that these last two drafts, A.J. Preller's drafts, have been pretty good so far, it seems, at least. Of course, we don't really know how they've been until you know five years after the draft takes place. But so far, really nothing to complain about. Yeah. I mean, no major whiffs. Um, and he's hit on a couple significant people, like Jacob Nix, who's taken later. And, of course, getting Cal Quantrott number eight, even though some people thought he was a, a, you know, a first overall yeah. Uh, yeah. talent. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and and actually, and going back to going back to that podcast I was listening to, uh, which I do recommend if you're a baseball fan. Although you know they don't talk about the Padres too much, but on, on effectively wild, the guy that they're talking to, he actually mentioned that the um, he was looking at some different metrics for who drafted the best. And if you use if you go by who gets the most players into the majors, it's actually the Padres. The Padres have like the highest <laughs> graduation. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> the highest graduation rate of players from the minors to the majors. Uh, uh, and if, very quickly he was like, but, but, <laughs> oh no, it just is like, but if you're a bad team, guess what you're going to need? Lots of new players. And who are those guys that are coming up? It's a lot of Nick Hunley's and Will Venables who are, you know, who are replacement level. You know, they're not, you got to have those players, but as far mm-hmm. as impact, they were, they were finding that the Padres were actually pretty good at drafting those like high ceiling uh, or sorry, like like the the low floor low guys floor. or high floor, high floor. Yeah, we're getting yeah. this all mixed up. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. them all messed up. Sorry, it's it's, it's getting late in my time. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh you know th- those guys that have the high floor, and so they're kind of the safer picks. So which seems know. very in line with the past Padres ownership in in uh, in front office of not wanting to spend for the major talent, just wanting to get a team on the field. Yeah. So that seems to line up. Yeah. But then even I was thinking that they have the from their players, they have the most people that come to the majors but i was thinking but not for that team because uh. <laughs> people like Corey kluber for instance yeah uh, i mean jed hoyer traded him away thanks dude 
but um, and then becomes the ace of the Indians. So yeah. Trey Turner. Yeah, we don't we, we don't need to go oh, too far. God, down. I just oh, I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking of him. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. Will Myers yeah. is nice. Don't get me wrong, but I mean we're going to talk about this in a little bit more. But oh man, the sad the sad past of the Padres. We can only hope is ending soon. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Yeah, well, let's move on. So we're all, we're happy okay. with Preller, regardless of mm-hmm. how many catchers he drafts or, uh, you know, what kind of information is withheld. We still love him. So <laughs> keep, keep drafting those players and keep bringing in the uh, those short stops from Latin America, and uh, we'll just uh, hopefully enjoy the benefits of the major league level mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. So, all right. Uh, well, uh, well, moving on from the draft, I just had a, kind of just a few questions, um, and actually. Okay. If, if you follow me on Twitter, or if you just—I guess—if you know me, if, if my mom's listening, uh, <laughs> you know the uh, uh, my my job is uh, I—I'm I, a teacher. I teach first grade, and uh, the beginning of the year, or I actually just started summer school. So the beginning of summer school, I'm trying to get to know my students a little bit, and uh, a little writing prompt, uh, just kind of you know, just kind of get to know them a little bit was uh, if you had one wish, what would it be? And so you get some kids that want to be ninjas, so that you know that tells you something about them. There's some kids that wish for puppies or that wish they could fly, and you know, there's things to be learned about that. But it just got me thinking: if you had one realistic wish for a Padre player on the current roster, uh, you know what would it be? Uh, and not like, you know, I, I wish I could trade Brad Hand for Mike Trout, or I wish that Hunter Renfro right. hit like 80 homers. Like, like if you had like a realistic wish uh, for someone. For this year, and, and I guess I'm kind of thinking like, uh, you know, if if I if I'm I, I'm more in like a minor league mindset, so like if it was minor league, I'd be like, oh, I wish that Michael Geddes would stop striking out so much, like because <laughs> yeah. if he could do that, like that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, or it might be, you know, it, it'd be some along those lines where, uh, if yeah. you know, maybe Luis Urias adds some power if he mm-hmm. if he was able to hit, you know, even just like 15 home, ten runs. home runs, yeah, like that, sure. that, yeah, yeah, 10, 15, like that would be. You know, along with with the bat of ball skills, if he had some power, that would be that would make him like that would make him like a top fifty prospect. I think uh, if he's not mm-hmm. there, if he's not there yet, you know, depending on how you feel about him. But uh, so, so what do you think, Chad? If you had, if you had one wish hmm. for a, for a Padre player on the current roster, uh, who would it be, and what would it be? Hmm. I would say my wish would be that Austin Hedges. Hits not like he did in AAA last year because that's like impossible and no one does that and that's not just realistic because that's El Paso and it's like a the moon there. Yeah. But my wish would be that Austin Hedges keeps his you know his elite defense which adds a lot of value to the team, but then let's say can have a career line of batting two fifty, getting on base three thirty, and hitting 20 home runs a year because that's like i mean seriously that's like not that far away from what he is right now Mm -hmm. and if he has let's say a 15 year career with that stat line and that defense that's like a hall of famer right there yeah so that's that that's my dream i like it i like it um how about you I i think for me it was hard because initially i wanted to go uh if i had a i mean it's hard because you know, I, I I try to look I try to look objectively at things, but at, at my heart, I'm just I'm still a fan. So like, I love Franchi Cordero. I don't really care what anybody <laughs> says about it. Yeah, I, I yeah. just I want everybody to know how I feel about him. I just love the guy. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I, I, at first, I was like, okay, well, is this French Cordero? Like, is he gonna like bring like help bring a World Series to San Diego? I don't really know that he has that type of ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, but I was like, okay, maybe if he had more power. But then, as I thought of that question, the last two nights he hit home runs. So maybe my wish is coming true. Uh, about that, I, I'm not sure where he fits in with the Padres when Margot comes back. Maybe move him to left field, but I think if yeah. I had to, um, I think maybe I would go with uh, Alan Cordoba. Um, and actually, mm. my wish my wish has been coming true there too because they've been they've been playing him at shortstop um, yeah. instead of putting him in left field. Which I mean, it, aside from letting us have a break from Eric Ibar at least for a little bit, um, you know, it lets us see what he can do because. I mean, Andy Green just kind of seemed down on him, and uh, and of course we don't see you know the practice, we don't see uh, you know the things that a manager of a team can see. But in my head, I'm just like, why don't they put him? I mean, he's been hitting as well as anybody else has on the team. I don't know why they don't right. play him at short because that was what he played. I'm assuming for you know most of his career, not that he's had uh-huh. a long career, but so I guess my <laughs> wish was was to have him be able to play like a major league shortstop and just kind of continue that growth. Um, that would be something that I would be looking for to the yeah. uh, you know for the rest of the season. Um and and, and you know maybe maybe may, the last two games. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. so I think I think my wishes are coming true so I think uh, maybe I'll just <laughs> you know maybe my next wish could be that uh, Will Myers could uh could snap out of it because it seems like he's <sighs> oh. it seems like if you've been following uh if you've been following Pottery's Twitter everybody has a very strong take about how you should <laughs> feel about Will Myers which kind of leads us into our to our next thing. Um the uh, my question for you, okay. and and I'll, I okay. guess I could answer it too, because um, everybody's you know everybody is either up in arms about Will Myers saying we gotta um, you know what are we gonna do about Will Myers? This is a problem because he's really mm-hmm. struggling, or they're saying hey, give him a break. You know we're just the Padres; it's not a big <laughs> deal. Give him some time. Which I think I'm probably more on that side than I am like the freak out about Will Myers, just because personally, you know we got time like if he's right he's got time to figure it out and realistically what what's the what's the downside i mean we're not trying to compete right now and yeah. we're not gonna trade him right like if he's bad we're not mm-hmm. gonna try to get rid of him we're not gonna cut him so uh, well well i'm not and like <laughs> if we're with his, his contracts uh made kind of suspiciously as in his first the first couple years his salary is like three to six million dollars. Then in twenty twenty, it jumps to like twenty million dollars, mm-hmm. and that kind of starts to feel like, well, if he's not doing that great by twenty twenty, trade him, just dump the salary, and then Josh Naylor would probably be good by then. So I'm a little skeptical, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it, at least for this season, I mean, he can have he can have yeah. he can have a bad season this year, and he could still. There, there, he's he's not done. And I, mm-hmm. I think if I think if anything, if anything is like driving the knife into my heart, it's <laughs> it's seeing Will Myers struggle, and then uh, seeing Yonder Alonso uh, just out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it was bad enough when it was like every time we played the Cubs, it was like let's see how Andrew Kasher does, and let's see how uh, <laughs> how Anthony Rizzo does, and let's we'll, let's see if maybe yeah. we've. Maybe we haven't lost a trade by as bad as we thought, and it just it, it doesn't yeah it was just depressing. And now seeing Yonder Alonso, um, you know, having a great season, it's like what's the deal with Padres' first base? And I just don't know what it is. It's like the new shortstop. 
We can't have a shortstop. And uh, in addition to having no good shortstops, all of our old first basemen go on and have good, good, good careers. Um, so, so this led me to my next question, okay. uh, which because everybody's freaking about Will Myers. Um, wait, wait, huh. you're gonna love this. What? Right now, Franchi Cordero just hit another home run. <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> my, my dreams are coming true. It's just coming, coming true. dude. Wow, amazing, <laughs> amazing. Sorry, okay, sorry, sorry. I thought I thought, that was very important news. Okay, that that was that that's the, that's the kind of thing they gotta interrupt me for. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I figured figured you want to hear. Okay, it's sorry. I was, I, I, I was, I was telling question? I was telling this to Chad earlier. I was he's like, hey man, like you sure love Franchi Cordero. Like the Potter's <laughs> perspective, like Twitter feed is all about Franchi Cordero. And I'm like a huge fan, but it, I'm like never around. Like I, I don't think I've actually seen him do anything on TV. It's always like <laughs> I'm on the lawn, and he makes his debut, and I'm like what? secondhand Franchi. Yeah, it's like you know I fall asleep, and he, he hit his first home run, or I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> and he has two home runs in the same game. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so maybe this, maybe this is it. So I just wish for it, and it comes true, but I can't actually yeah, watch it. It's pretty easy. So, why all don't right. you wish we trade Brad Hand for uh, Mike Trout? Come on. All right, all right. Well, I just I just told you I'm gonna wish it now, so that's not gonna come true. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Chad. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, anyways, so so everybody's freaking out about Will Myers, and they're saying, "Oh, look at yeah. Yonder Alonso. He's having a great season." And I guess my question is, what would you rather have, Yonder Alonso, than Will Myers? Like, I don't. I feel like even though Yonder Alonso is having a great season, I don't know a ton of people that would be like, "Yes, can we please just do a straight up trade? I, I want Yonder Alonso back." And we'll give we'll give away Will Myers, just because first oh. of all the Potters are always cursed, so you know he'd do well whatever we trade him. But right, um, right, it, right. Yeah. So, so, so my question was my, my question is, what? How how many first basemen would you rather have than Will Myers? Um, and if you uh, if you want to play the game, I'll I'll, I'll play it with you. Uh, I have the okay. All Star. This is very unscientific. Yeah, yeah. I have that up too. I, yeah. I have the you have the All Star ballot up. Yeah. Oh man, we are we are in sync. So I got it up, yeah. and I was just I was going to go down the names, and we'll just say yes or no, and maybe uh, maybe, and I'll just keep a tally of how many players we would rather have. This than, is going to be sad. Than this Will is going to not be. This is not a fun game. All right, I'm going to have it you is, go first okay. because I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm a Padres fan, and I just don't even pay attention to a lot of these players. So so uh-huh. I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and, and admit right now that my my uh, my opinion is going to be. Probably a little less informed, um, mm-hmm. but uh, but you're a smart guy, Chad. And then this, oh, oh. This... whoa, 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 calm down. <laughs> uh, uh, right. It's not gonna have ourselves, but okay. All right, so, so just you just want to go down the voting list? Yeah, I, I, I you're gonna read get... out names, and I'll say yes or no. Yeah, I, I don't want to get too okay. in depth unless there's something you want to say about a particular player. But we don't we don't need to go into the intricacies of how you feel about Why? Lucas yeah. Duda. Or yeah, whoever okay. T. Joseph is, I don't know who I don't even know who that is for the. Where's that? For it's for the Phillies. Oh yeah. man, this is gonna this, this is bad. <laughs> We're gonna look really stupid. He's probably a great player. Uh, well, it says here on the the All Star ballot says he's not. But uh, okay, anyways, yeah. all right. So Josh Bell, <laughs> would you rather have him or Will uh, nah. Myers? Nah, yeah, I think I think I take Will Myers. Brandon Bell. Yeah. All right, and 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 just just as a preface, this is like. For the rest of their career, we're not saying like, oh, this person's having a good year, but he's towards the end of his contract. Like we're just saying straight up, you would just get rid of Myers and bring in this guy at his age right now. We're not talking about salary; we're just talking about how they're uh-huh. how they're going to be. So, uh, so we have one Brandon Bell. Uh, Brandon Bell is very close 
unfortunately. Yeah. Because he's, he's not hitting the best, but he walks a lot, and he's a pretty good defender. I'm pretty sure he has a nice power also. Um, he's pretty similar to Will Myers, but he's a bit older than Myers, so I guess just for the future of the careers, I would go Myers there. Um, let's see. Who's next on our list? Uh, Justin, Justin Bohr. Justin Bohr. No. No? no. He's, he's having a good season. He's pretty young, but I'm going to go ahead and say no to him. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay with Will. All right. Actually, well, he is, he's having a really good season. God. Yeah, he's having a good season this year. I don't know how sustainable that is, but... um. Right, he's a big guy. He's kind of like Josh Naylor in that sense. Yeah. But, okay, so no. No, okay. All right. Uh, Matt Carpenter. Not at this point, no. Yeah. In the past, yeah, yeah, but no, not now. I agree. All right, uh, Ian Desmond, who no. was strangely a first baseman. Um, yeah, that this, yeah, that's Colorado's weird. No, yeah. yeah. All right, Lucas Duda. Nah. All right, Freddie Freeman. Yes. Yeah. No easy. doubt. All right. Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> yes. Yes. Easy. Okay. So, okay, we're up to three. Uh, Adrian yeah. Gonzalez. No, but let's replace him with Cody Bellinger, and I say yes, yeah. easy. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I agree with that. All right. Uh, T. Joseph. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's just let's, let's, uh, No, let's move on. Yeah, um. no. Okay. All right. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Yes. Oh, God. I heard, he can't hit, I heard that he can't hit a Petco, though, so maybe. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, I'd go to Rizzo, too. So we're up to four. Yeah. Uh, Eric, Eric Thames. Yeah. Just. Well, okay, that's another interesting yeah, one. Uh-huh. Um, you know, his resurgence is very fun to see. Came back from Korea, uh, sixteen home runs already. But he's not actually. I thought he was batting a lot better. Um, hmm, that's a close one because he's older too. Yeah, uh, I'll go with Myers. I'll be nice. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I'd, I'd probably lean no, just because. Yeah, of all those, all mm-hmm. those things you just said. All right, uh, yeah. Joey Votto. Yes, he's the Hall of Famer, actually. So you would take you you would take Votto even at this point in his career. I mean, he's still he's still having a great season, but he's yeah. Joey, I mean, Will Myers. I mean, okay, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Joey Votto in like one year, like probably this year, will produce as much like value war as Will Myers has in his entire career thus far. Yeah, cool. I love Joey Votto. He's a great guy. He's hilarious too. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Joey Votto. All right, uh, for me, what I are f- we up to now? Uh, we're we're at that that would be five. Oh my god! Um, and so I mean, and, and I would, I would, I'm, I'm almost a watch because Votto is a little bit older, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, I don't, he just seems like a machine. I don't know when he's going to slow down. So yeah, yeah. I'll take Votto too. Um, let's see, Ryan Zimmerman. Yes, he's, he's having I mean, a great he, year. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 having a beast of a year. I All, forgot almost twenty home runs already. Wow. Yeah, I forgot. I, I guess I'm still thinking he's at third base. That's just kind of dates myself because I don't know. <laughs> I don't follow that. So that's is that six now? Yeah. Six. All oh, right. Wait. Uh, one two. Three, four, five, six. No. Uh, oh, no, yeah, six. 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 Okay. Yep. All right, American League. Jose Abreu. That's, that one's close. Um, how old is he again? Um, he's not young. I mean, I would say like like, like late 30, like 35. I don't know. That, that, that I mean, sounds I'm going to go real fast. He's he's 30. Hmm, I'll stick with Myers. He yeah. has like five years or four years on him. Yeah, Okay. <clears throat> All right, uh, Yonder Alonso. Oh. Mm. Man. You know, honestly, if we were going to say, like, this year, 
we're going to trade first baseman, I say yes, let's take Yonder back. But I'm not that convinced that Yonder is going to continue to hit like this and hit for power like this for the rest of his career. Yeah. And he's a bit older, too. Actually, wait, how old is Yonder? He's not that old, is he? I don't think so. Oh my! Oh no, he's thirty. Okay, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not convinced. Yonder is who he's been so far. Let's put it at that. Yeah, I, I will take the aggressive stay with Myers. Yeah, same here. All right, Greg Bird. Nah, nah, it's uh, Miguel Cabrera. I mean, he is a Hall of Famer already, but he's most definitely on the downside of his career. I'll stick with Myers. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I think especially, I think part of it has to be like the window, like. Of the Padres, yeah. like it wouldn't even yeah. make sense to have like Cabrera. You just you just feel bad for having Cabrera on that team, being like this is how. Uh, you're I would feel bad wasting. Career. Yeah, I would feel yeah. so bad wasting Miggy on the 2017 Padres. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, we'll that's not that. okay. Right, uh, Chris Davis. Um. Mm, nah. Yeah, I'd say no. He's pretty uh, similar to Will Myers, but yeah, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. That's exactly. Okay. All right, uh, you Yuli Gurriel. Is he is he play is he play first for the for the Astros? Yeah, he's been playing first. Okay. I thought he was like a left field, but um, nah, because he's older. Also, I'll stay with Myers. All right, yeah, I agree with that too. Um, let's see, Eric Hosmer. Yeah, you take Hosmer definitely. Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy one. Yeah, same here. Uh, Joe Mauer. Hmm. I nah. would I wouldn't say at this point no. All right, uh, Mitch no. Moreland. Nah. Yeah, same here. Um, that one's kind of close, but... Yeah. Logan Morrison? This one's pretty close. Ooh. Oof. Oh, man. Actually... I need, I need to look him up real fast, because... Oh, I mean, he is 29, but... Ooh, that's a tough one. I think I... Might, I, think I might I, take I, him. Yeah, I, I think I'm probably leaning towards no. I mean, I know that there's uh, 20, he's almost 30. Um, he's got a, uh-huh. a, a war and a half this year, batting 234. 17 dingers, though. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty. I mean, Will nice. Myers has like 0.1 war. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. God. Ugh. So, okay, I'm at 8, you're at 7. So he, he, he's at 1.5 war this year, which brings him to 3 war in his career. Oh, that's oh, that's true. He hasn't been that good for her. so. Oh, okay, I mean, all right, he, fine. He, he's and he's been the majors for fine. eight years. Uh, I'll I mean... stick with Myers. You convinced me. <laughs> okay, all right. Fine. Uh, Mike Napoli. No, no. Uh, Carlos Santana. No. Justin Smoke. Yes. Do you take smoke? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I take smoke. All right, uh, Luis. St- don't you know he smokes balls? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get him, oh, and, Brad Hamm, get him I... and Brad Hound the same team. <laughs> oh, this would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Luis Valbuena. No. All right, and Danny Valencia. Mm, no, I'll go now. All right, so we had six so... in the NL, and then we had one. Just one in the AL, which is surprising. I thought they have some better at first baseman. But okay, but I mean, just the takeaway from this is that Will Myers needs to step it up because this has been just so hard to watch. Yeah, 
yeah, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to be a Myers apologist and say, hey, listen, look, who would you rather have, uh, you know, Logan Morrison or Mike Napoli? That's not the point. Uh, I just, I was mm-hmm. just curious to see, you know, yeah, you know, obviously, how I'm not, many? Yeah, I mean, yeah, where does he rank, and and uh, how many people would you rather have than him? Not that it's going to happen. Not that we're actually going to trade Will Myers this year, mm-hmm. um, or or anything like that. Not that we're going to get rid of him, and I, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that we need to worry too much about him this year. Although, obviously, you're giving him a ton of money, so you do want to see something this year. Um, and maybe that's just like the Padre fan of me that's like, hey, there's always next year, man. Like, don't worry about it because <laughs> that's how I have to live or else I just feel like killing myself. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, if you want to worry about Will Myers, I'm definitely not going to discourage that. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be more concerned once the team's actually doing something that's worth being concerned about. Right now, uh, I think we're. I think there's more. I think we're more upset when they're when they go on those those five game winning streaks than uh, we are when they go on those five game losing streaks. So, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just frustrating to watch Will Myers. It seems like you know he. If you go to some of the more advanced stats, not not even advanced stats, but things like hard hit percentages, mm. um, when he hits the ball, he hits it hard, but he just doesn't get that much contact. Yeah. And then he hasn't been walking that much, and he strikes out a lot, and so it's very it's frustrating to see. I think honestly, the the power hitter that doesn't get much contact, doesn't walk, and strikes out a lot is the most infuriating yeah. player to watch. Yeah, it's oh uh, every time I see Hunter Renfro literally swing at a pitch that like travels fifty five feet, it hurts so bad. It's uh uh, no, no, not fun. No bueno. No bueno. I hear you. All right. Well, we had a, on the on the agenda. We had one more question that I that I wanted to get to, but maybe we'll just say that for later. Because uh, okay, because I, I think the uh, I think I've already embarrassed myself enough with not knowing who, <laughs> who those players are. And this is this that's kind of a tricky question, so I might want to think about that a little bit more. Uh, so mm-hmm. moving on. Um, yep. On Thursday, uh, the Tri City uh, Dust Devils. Keep, oh, yeah. I keep wanting to call them the dirt, the dirt devils, which, which uh, <laughs> dirt baggers. Yeah. Nope. Uh, they uh, they start their season, and uh, I thought it'd be worth just looking at, since we've focused a lot. I mean, I feel like I feel like my brain is just being fried with like you know every time someone moves, I'm like, all right, well, how's that working with this roster? And who's going to be starting now? And what's the depth like on the bench? And, which is just things that I didn't even know. Like, like even going back a year, I did not know this much. So I just been immersed myself in it, and so now it's like I feel like we've like unlocked another level where it's like, all right, now you've you've been paying yeah. attention. Now here's another group of guys to watch. Um, so uh-huh. looking at the uh, the Tri City Dust Devils roster, a uh, few names. Uh, and, and normally, I mean, it's hard to be much further. You know, geographically and literally from Petco Park, because <laughs> there's a bunch of teenagers, guys that were taken in the draft uh, last year, guys that were, you know, and probably some guys that will be taking the draft this year, probably end up playing for them uh, before too long. So, uh, just kind of going down the roster, some names that would be good to know. Uh, I'm already, so excited! Yeah, we've already I mentioned. I can't wait to see some of these guys play. Yeah, uh, obviously, uh, top of the bill. Wearing number nineteen, looking at the roster here, uh, is uh-huh. uh, Adrian Morahone. Yes, yes, yes. I'm ready. I'm ready for his debut. I'm, I'm ready to get in the hype. It's, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, 
he Adrian Morahone got ranked in a couple top 100 prospect listings, mm-hmm. but like everybody said, they don't really like. I mean, they've been kind of discounting him a little because they haven't actually seen him in person, and so I'm ready for that to happen. I'm ready for him to strike out everyone. I'm ready. I'm ready. He's he's uh, starting their opening day, right? I have no idea. I would assume so, but uh, I don't I think... Th- I think I had- saw that somewhere, but I'm so ready. Oh, I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, if you can't get excited about motorhome pitching, um, then you're, pro- yeah, I mean, you're probably just not listening to this podcast. Then, well, yeah, why are you yeah. listening? Yeah. <laughs> There's wrong, wrong audience. <laughs> you're like, I made it through the first hour of this podcast, and I decided that it's not really for me. Uh, no, so yeah, motorhome, uh, definitely excited about seeing him pitch. Oh, yeah. Um, other guys that'll be pitching... Um, a couple draft picks, uh, Dalton Herb, um, Travis Radke, Ben Sheckler, um, like uh, we, yep. uh, Will Stillman. We mentioned uh, that Austin Smith will be has been demoted. He, he was taken all the way back in 2015. He's still at low mm. A, which is what they call the team there. Um, but Very also, um, pro- <laughs> I'm definitely excited about Adrian Morahone. Oh, yeah. But Henry Henry. Oh, uh, yeah. Is- I didn't even see his name. <laughs> oh, he's there. Oh, I'm pumped. He's there. Henry Henry. Uh, easily Henry my squared. Easily my Ooh, favorite yeah. name uh, in modern baseball. I mean, there's, prob- some, there's probably a couple there. Some great but, names, but uh, on, yeah. on, in this organization, don't we? Yeah, wow. uh, Henry we did it. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just looking. I'm just doing some uh, doing some box score scouting, and mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, for the rookie league last year, as ERA wasn't great. Um, neither was the whip. I he did pretty well in the Dominican league, though. They're making summer league, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do. And just, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys who I'm sure I, I don't even know about yet that will be doing well for the for the pitching mm-hmm. side uh, on the offense. Uh, Luke, oh wait, there's oh. there's one there's one more we need to name right. though for the pitchers. Right. Um, and that's uh, left-hander Osvaldo Hernandez. Oh yeah, who who was another? He was um, international free agent. You know, signed alongside like Adrian Morahone. Not nearly as you know as as. High profiles Morahone though, but um, you know there's a couple guys on Twitter you can follow that like spend all their time in um, in Arizona that are always around like they, they've been watching extended spring training. They're saying that Osvaldo Hernandez has been uh, you know very good, very polished, very advanced. Um, so I'm looking forward to him also. Yeah, yeah. All right. Didn't want to forget him either. Oh, and uh, another thing that that's worth mentioning. Uh, if you're uh, I'm not like an old Potter fan, but uh, the pitching coach for uh, Tri City is Josh Spence, uh, who is uh, Australian. And uh, just one thing that I just rem- that's he was uh, kind of like a random Padre that you might have uh, remembered or forgotten about. But uh, it's I always, I always like seeing like the random. I was like when I, when I look at the uh, the uh, El Paso roster, I like seeing uh, Aki Otsuka. I like seeing his name on there too. So, anyways, yeah. Josh Spence, I love you, Josh Spence. Wherever you are, <laughs> I, I, I like seeing. He was good for the like one year. He was mostly up here. Yeah, yeah. But um, all right, going on to uh, the offensive side. You're, you're looking at the roster too, right? Why don't you start? Talking? Oh yeah. All right, you go ahead. Well, the the guy, the guy. Even I mean, probably not as exciting as Marhone, to be honest. But he got more money. Or did he? No, he didn't. Sorry, no, no I'm, I'm completely off. Marhone got more money. But the highest paid position player for the international free agent uh, class for the Padres was Luis Almanzar, mm-hmm. the shortstop, wearing number one. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I'm ready for that, too. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think he's uh, the Almanzar was. I, I think I think a lot of people have him at least in the top twenty on the Padres uh, prospect oh, yeah. list. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure. I mean, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. And actually, if you, if you <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing. If you look at the roster, <laughs> like on the on the team website, uh, uh-huh. they have like pitchers, catchers, infielders, outfielders. There yep. are five. <laughs> there are five names in the infielder list, and four of them are shortstop. <laughs> so I, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> thought that was funny. Um, so I'm not sure who's playing where. It'd be an interesting shift to actually play four shortstops, um, <laughs> but uh, Justin Lopez, uh, yep, he uh, his name pops out. I mean, I, I've heard lots of good things about him, and uh, mm-hmm. he was born in the year two thousand. So he is whoa, the, <laughs> he is the youngest player uh, <laughs> on the team. And if you weren't feeling old yet, um, I know at least uh, I am feeling old because that was my <laughs> uh, that was my. Junior year, sophomore year, yeah, uh, yeah. He was born when I was a sophomore in high school, <laughs> so that is crazy. Uh, class of O two represent. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> lots of uh, lot, lots of young guys, lots of young talent at, at the uh, at, at Tri City, and uh, mm-hmm. also uh, Trey Carter. Uh, looking at the outfielders, yep. Uh, he's uh, he's one that see, he was taken. What was he taking in the draft last year? He was taken he's pretty late, eleventh uh, round, eleventh round. So oh, he's not that late. Yes, yeah, so he's actually taken. Uh, you know, the, the other guys in the outfield were taken uh, eighth round and fifth round. Um, so he's actually the lowest, but he's one that uh, he's a pretty speedy guy for what I can remember, and he uh, mm-hmm. he uh, did pretty well in the uh, in the Arizona league. He got on base at a four uh, at a four eleven clip in eight, it's only twelve mm-hmm. games, and so it's you know not. Hard to hard to put too much stock into that, but he's someone who uh, definitely worth keeping out for. So, yeah. Tri City starts on Exciting. starts I'm on so Thursday. Ready. Yeah, I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure. I, mean, I have the feeling that the answer is no because uh, the like the lower you go, the fewer games get televised. But hopefully, at least there's someone with like an iPhone that can record something because yeah, I'm it, like it's, oh, I'm sure we'll get some videos. Like, it, especially after just uh, Espinosa not being able to pitch, I feel like. I feel like I'm, I feel like I can't even complain because we because uh, you know with, between Quantrill and Nix and Peel and Lucchese, uh mm-hmm. there's we're spoiled with pitching in the Pirates farm system. But Gore and Gore. Well, yeah, I mean, as far as people that that we've been able, yeah, been able yeah. to watch, I know. But it's like Shocking, I've but... just I've just been anxious to watch Espinosa, and so that itch yeah. that I've been having. Uh, I think Morahone, I think he'll be able to to satisfy that that It'll need help. that I have for, yeah. for that. So. Uh, so yeah, try city. Anything else you want to say about that? No, All right. but and uh, to just to wrap it up, the uh, a couple minor league teams have announced. Well, the minor league, oh. min- the minor leagues mm-hmm. have announced some of their all star games and all star rosters. And the Padres have a few. Uh, only two teams we've heard about so far. That being the Fort Wayne Tin Caps and Lake Elsinore Storm, and. For Fort Wayne, they got three all-stars. It's uh, pitcher Logan Allen, who's done fantastic this year. He should probably not wear a tin cap uniform again. He should just go into Lake Elsinore after the all-star game. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. makes sense. He's been doing really well. And Jorge Oña, who we actually forgot to talk about last podcast, I realized. Um, He's another one of the uh, international free agents. Got a lot of money. 
Uh, very exciting outfielder. Probably going to be a, a corner outfielder in the future. Well, he he already is. Um, he gets a lot of. He has good power. He can walk, which is pretty significant. Of course, he strikes out, and he's been doing pretty good. And so he's been named a Midwest League All Star along with Tatis and Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot to be excited with with that team. I was kind of. Um, I was kind of hoping. Uh, I I think I just maybe irrationally love Potts a little bit. So um, he hasn't had a great. He hasn't had an All Star season, so I'm, he wasn't snubbed mm-hmm. or anything. Uh, but he's no. he's one that I also look for. But. Uh, yeah, Tatis Jr., I've been really impressed by him. I think especially I, – I, I kind of accepted more power out of Onya this year. Um, and Tat, yeah. Tatis has probably – has outslugged him, um, although Onya has been a little more consistent. Um, he is like two years older than than Tatis Jr. because he's – Tatis uh-huh. Jr. is still only 18. Um, right. But, yeah, all, I mean, yeah, all three of those guys, especially Allen, uh, I, I keep thinking that – yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes sense that after uh, – I, I would think also that after Allen, after that all game that he can – he, if they can, they they kind of got to clear some room up at the top in AAA because there's a lot of kind of dead weight. Uh, right. That, I mean, I can I can imagine like a Tyrell Jenkins get cut. He's been doing really not that well. Yeah. There, there's there's not. I mean, after they kind after <laughs> we love you, we love you, El Paso. But after they they've kind of taken a lot of the talent off that team. After they they took out, mm-hmm. uh, they grabbed Cordero, they grabbed Lamette, they grabbed Matone. Um, I mean, they grabbed Renfro and Margot and Hedges. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's, I think other than Aswahe, um, hey, they gave them shift back. Come on, <laughs> what, what more can you ask for? Uh, yeah, it's always great seeing those <laughs> tweets. Hey, down the farm, guess who hit a, home, <laughs> guess who hit a, home, hit a home run? Ryan Schirm. Oh, how can we forget Jabari Blash? Yeah, I mean, I didn't forget it. But I just, I purposely didn't say <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, it, but I mean, and th- so things are rough in El Paso, but especially with the pitching. Um, mm-hmm. So if they can kind of clear out some of that, and uh, it's tough because other than Kyle Lloyd, I don't know that I would really want to, you know, necessarily rush uh, many of those Double A pitchers up to Triple A um, mm-hmm. because, like Kennedy uh, and Keel, although he got sent down, they were only drafted in 2015. That's a pretty right. quick rise, even though they've been doing really well in uh, San Antonio. That seems to be a pretty good level for them. Uh, same with the Los Santos. Um, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure how they make room for Allen. Uh, at Lake I mean, Elsinore, you know, but uh, I mean the thing is also like Lucchese, Lauer, uh, and arguably Nix also they kind of like deserve to get moved up at this point. I mean, what what more can we ask for them to do at at Lake Elsinore? I mean, they um, they, they do. I mean, I totally agree with you, but I don't know where you put them because well, that, yeah, I mean that, that's why I was kind of. Uh, I mean, first off, yeah, where do you put them? And I don't know if it's like kind of blasphemous to say, but I mean, how surprising would it be if we say traded? Knicks for a position of need of like let's say equal talent prospect. I mean, I mean, we have a lot of arms. There's not that we can make a second Arizona League team, but we can't make a second Double A team or Triple A team. You know, um, either some people are gonna have to move to the bullpen, or I mean, because otherwise, where do they go? I mean, we, we the last thing, the worst thing to do is to put them at a level where they're not ready. So. I mean, maybe we do see, like, maybe it's, let's say, we send Knicks along with Brad Hand to get a top shortstop prospect, like a top 50 shortstop prospect that we wouldn't have got from Hand alone. I mean, may, I can see one of those things happening, and I would be, I would be okay with that. Yeah. I think I'd still, I mean, I think it's still pretty early to be, to be trading prospects from the farm, but I mean, it does... Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't say it's out of the realm of possibility. And I think if you're... Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. this to get, you know, a major leaguer to, we're going to compete. Yeah. No, not doing that. But, yeah. I mean, at, at some point, you know, there's only so many slots for the arms. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's... speaking of Lake Elsinore, hmm? they also announced their all-stars. Uh, you want to, you have them up? Uh, I don't, but let me see if I can remember. Oh. All right. Uh, okay. So All right. There's five. There's five. I know Josh Nair yep. was there. Oh yeah. Um, who's been having a great season him. with the he's bat? He's been doing. He's been. He's been amazing. Yeah. Which is great to see. He's he's 20 this year, right? Or 19? Uh, I think he just. I think he's 20. Yeah. So that's great to see because he he kind of struggled at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's great to see he's walking a lot. Also, he's has having really good power. So great. Good to see. Yeah. Good job. Um, Love you. And I think their closer is a uh, uh, Blueberg. Is it Colby Blueberg? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Colby Blueberg. Yeah, he's, nailed it. Yeah, yeah, it's been a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the other guys are all from the staff. So I think it's uh, Quantrill, Lucchese, and uh, and uh, Lauer. Oh yeah, nailed it. All right, awesome. Yeah. So I mean that that's definitely uh, a pretty good all star team. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Uh, I'm not putting money on any, any single uh, any high A All Star games, but I would uh, <laughs> I'd imagine it'd be hard to score runs if you're given a couple innings each to to those guys and whoever else is on that team. So yeah, yeah. I mean they've been it's they they deserve it and they've been doing great. So uh, in, I mean, any any snubs from any any of those teams? Do you feel? I mean I, I I'm not thinking that there is. I, hmm. I think those are probably the guys that you'd uh, that you'd. No, because I mean, I I guess the only one you might I mean, okay, maybe a snug. Uh, 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 whoa, <laughs> I'm just not gonna I, keep going. Just keep the, going. There's only two I can really think of. So I'm trying to get at. Oh, is one maybe Gettys, maybe Michael Gettys, but he strikes out a lot. Yeah, which yeah is, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Which is not a good thing. And then I guess maybe another snub. None from none from. From Fort Wayne, I think that you know, that all Pretty makes well, sense. Yeah, um, but I would maybe also say Jake Nix, Jacob Nix from Lake Elsinore, but he hasn't pitched enough. Yeah, I think he would, but he hasn't got enough innings. Yeah. But otherwise, no, I think I think it makes complete sense. Yeah, I agree. All star games, yeah, right. I think the uh, and I mean every every league has one, and, and I know that the uh, the double A ones coming up soon because I've. I've been debating whether or not I can get up there and do it because it's like it's like well, awesome. it's like two and a half hours for me, uh, and I had to work that day, so I'd have to, and I, I and I can't leave early, so I don't know if I can make it, but it'd be fun if I could. I, I kind of just have been toying with that idea, but um, so that so hopefully those are announced soon. Uh, I think if I had to if I had to put if I had to guess who it would be, um, I think uh, Luis Urias is definitely a lock for an All Star yep. game, um, and outside Ty France. I mean, yeah, Ty France, I, I, I think something I have to look at, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the other league's prospects or, you know, or, you know, the players or who, who got. Uh, Ty France, I don't know if he's been there long enough because he's, I mean, he's been there for a while, but he's, he started off the year in in, uh, in Lake Elsinore. So, I, I, I mean, he's definitely played well enough to, to be included in that list, but I don't know if, he, if, mm-hmm. if maybe he's got the Jacob Nick syndrome where he hasn't been there long enough. Um, <laughs> I think Fran Reyes, he might make it. Um, he, okay. He, yeah. Good, he, good he'd be kind of close. He'd be like a fringe. Uh, the, the, there's not really any fringy guys in in, in single A or, or high A, but I think I think Reyes could be a fringy guy. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think on the pitching side, uh, you probably have a couple of players. If Kyle Lloyd's still there, um, he I mean he threw a no header. He's been having a killer season yeah. there. 
he would be included, I would think. Um, Maybe Aniel De Los Santos? Uh, that one... He's, he's either doing great or it, it falls apart. He, he Here's the deal. He's either doing great or he's playing against the Midland Rockhounds. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, because yeah, against, against the league, his ERA is like two-something. Um, he's got a ton of strikeouts and not very many walks. And for whatever reason, against the Midland Rockhounds, his ERA is like nine or ten, uh, and he just falls apart. Like it is the weirdest thing. I I I, I went to a game and I was talking to a couple of guys uh, in the in the missions like media department, and they're then uh-huh. they were telling me, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but like whatever, you know, that's probably just like uh, an anecdotal you know memory that you have or something, because there's no way that he would be good against everybody else and horrible against. Like the A's minor league team because they're not even that good. Like the, the well, well, yeah. I mean, but I think we should say the Midland Rockhounds are the um, the double A team of the Rangers. Oh, the Rangers, so pretty good farm system. Um, no, no, they're not. They have a couple. No, no, the Midland Rockhounds. No, they are not. They're not the, with the Rangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is incorrect. Wait, no, I. Oh no, they're ha ha ha. Huh, they play in Texas. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Good point. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. They do play in the Texas League, but yeah, I'm pretty Yeah, yeah I saw Texas. <laughs> uh but yeah, the um yeah, I mean they're not enough, I, I think they I think they have uh, more left-handers usually in their lineup, but um but then mm-hmm. I actually like when it, when I was in the press box, they had like the the big stack of stats that I was digging through before the game and and uh yeah, he uh, he just for whatever reason is not that great against them. So and I don't know if I would say Dillison just because he has just done so poorly against that one specific team enough to drag yeah. the rest of his like stats down. But uh, I would say probably uh Brett Kennedy might make it. Um like I said mm-hmm. Kyle Lloyd probably would. Um and uh uh Michael Kelly, who is uh former first round nice. pick uh in two thousand which two thousand eleven which seems forever ago. Oh, he's not at Triple A. No, no, he. Uh, oh, okay, I th- he was at last year a little bit. I think he right? he, he was there for I think a couple starts last year. I don't know how he did, um, but he has been doing really well uh, in okay. uh, in San Antonio. So I think he probably um, you know not that All Star game has been a whole lot, um, right? But um, I would say that he'd probably be. Um, I, I'd say that the, the missions are kind of like the storm. You know, they got one guy, maybe <laughs> two in the field, and then a couple pitchers that would make it because that's kind of where the Pottery's strengths are right now. Is uh, in the rotation, so. And then AAA, they might not even have a, a one. <laughs> oh, uh, and I'm sorry with AAA. I'm uh, sorry with AA. Uh, Trey, Trey, uh, Trey. Wing, yeah. Wingetter, yeah. Wingetter, yeah. Wingetter. He's, yeah. he's. I mean, if if that's how you pronounce his name, if his if his last name is pronounced Wingetter, that's a pretty good name for a closer. I think. Or you know what? Oh wait, I think it might be. Wingenter. I think it's Wingenter. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, pronounced. yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. That's it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Triple um, I, I don't really. I, I think it'd be just the people that are already gone. I think, I think the I mean, could make Lamette. it. Lamette could make it. Mm-hmm. Cordero could make it. And uh, I think, uh, I think Nick Buss is doing all right for a while. I mean, and even Jabari Blash. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got some pretty good Triple numbers. So yeah, but then the, every now and then you see he struck out five times in a game. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that happens sometimes. <laughs> so, so, you know, just just Jabari things. Yeah. So right. yeah, not 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 something to put a whole lot of stock into, but uh, you know, all star games, it's, it's it's fun. It's something else to watch. And uh, oh, and we I almost forgot about it, um, but almost more entertaining than the all star game. Uh, I know Fernando Tatis Jr. has been named to the home run derby for single A. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, I want to see that. So uh, yeah, there are a couple of people that is that going to be televised? But the uh, the Tin Caps media guy was like, I don't know if it's going to be televised, but if it's not, I'll I'll get some footage. So yeah, uh, he's going to get it. Yeah. So, so oh, he's looking for that. Oh yeah. So thanks, John. We appreciate that. <laughs> um. So, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, just kind of wrapping it up here. We're uh, I think we're I think we're probably at a good stopping point. Um, the, uh, kind of going back to just a short little, little, uh, history thing about the Padres. Um, I was trying to look for like a, this date in Padres history. And, uh, if you don't have a good thing for a, this date in Padres history, an easy thing to do is to look for birthdays. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, so I was looking, uh, at baseball reference and they have a list of birthdays and, um, and we had originally planned on recording this podcast, the night of the draft, which is June 12th. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. Well, June 12th, that's uh, Ryan Klesko's birthday. That works. <laughs> um, and But then as I kept going, because I was like, oh, well, you know, what if there's, like, someone better than Ryan Klesko, like, a, you know, like a couple of days later? Because we, we can fudge the numbers if we need to. Uh, but I noticed that there was a Padre born every day for a week. Um, I mean, not like, not like a... <laughs> Not like in a row, like in the same year. They're spread apart, you know, from their from their years. Uh, but oh, birthdays, okay. wow, Whoa. yeah, birthdays. There's there's the Padre born June twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. Um, so wow. we're gonna go ahead and just go down the list, the list quickly, uh, and uh, I'll just go ahead and give you a thought or two about them. Uh, just kind of a walk down memory lane, if you will, and Chad, if you know any of these people. Uh, I will be, You'd be I'll, impressed. I'll be a little surprised. I mean, there's a couple that I feel you should know, but maybe you wouldn't because, <laughs> because the... I, I only really started following deeply a couple years ago. Okay. So, okay. All right. Hit, hit, hit me. All right, so Ryan Klesko, do you know who that is? <laughs> I've heard of him. Okay. I can't really say much beyond the name. All right. So things I know about Ryan Klesko, main thing to know, um, incredible sideburns. Um, <laughs> that would be the thing that sticks with me most. Um, and also this is like a nerd thing. I love baseball cards and like one of my favorite baseball cards that I have is a Ryan Klesko baseball card and it's of him like wearing like a batting practice jersey um he's got like a bat like a bat or a bag over his shoulder and he's holding like a takeout bag like a, like it looks like a burger you can like see some grease in it and I'm just like <laughs> I don't know who was the guy that was like hey guys I got this card for Ryan Klesko this should be the picture but I just love that image um so mm-hmm. happy birthday Ryan Klesko uh which for us was yesterday. I guess if you're listening to this, the first day that it comes out, it would have been two days ago. Uh, June 13th, today, which is for, I guess if you're listening to it the first day, it would be yesterday. Uh, Jason Thompson, and you don't know who that is because no. I hardly know who that is. Uh, but the reason I know who this is, and this is another baseball card thing, because his baseball card has him with a surfboard on it. Um, nice. he's not like riding it. Um, and it's not like famous. Like there's like a Tim Flannery car from like the eighties, uh, where he's like holding a surfboard too. Uh, but Jason Thompson, <laughs> I don't remember much about you, but I have your baseball card because you're the guy with a surfboard, uh, next to the beach. And your birthday falls on this convenient date. Yep. All right. Moving on. Uh, June 14th. Let's see if you know this one. Jesus Guzman. Yeah. yeah I've heard of him. There we oh, go. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. uh, Jesus uh, I don't know if he's still playing. I know he went from us to the Astros. I, don't, I think it was during like their rebuilding year, and they needed like a good first baseman, but not. Or, sorry, I changed that. They needed a tanking first baseman, <laughs> so <laughs> they got Jesus Guzman. And I was really sad because I liked making a lot of Jesus jokes about Jesus saving the game for the Padres, even though it rarely <laughs> ever happened because he actually wasn't that good. 
Um, but I like Jesus Guzman. All right. Okay. Uh, June 15th, two birthdays. Uh, oh, I know you've heard of one, Travis Jankowski. Okay. So happy birthday, Travis. Please come back, by the way. I, I have this thing where, like, when players get injured, like, they're, I mean, it's, I just assume that they're never coming back. Um, <laughs> it's easier. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's just, like, a, like, like a defense mechanism, like how, like, like animals, like, there's, like, some lizards when they get trapped by their tail, like, they're able to, like, <laughs> that's your, they're that's able your to defense, just, <laughs> that's your defense mechanism. They're able here. to just, like, you know, break <laughs> off their tail and run away, and I feel like, for me, I'm just like, oh, you're injured? It's been nice knowing you, and I just kind of, like, walk away with, you know, <laughs> without you. And, you know, I guess it makes sense, because on the plus side, when they do come back... It's like a big then surprise. it's like a nice surprise. It's like finding money in your wallet, or, like, uh, in, like, your pocket, the jeans that you wash, and you're like, wait, what? I had money here the whole time? This is wonderful. Um, and also, happy birthday to Champ Summers, um, who I believe was a member of the 1984 Padres World Series team. Um, but I do know this weird fact about him that he was a uh, he was a war veteran. So thank you for your mm. service and happy birthday, Champ Summers. All right, uh, awesome. a few more. Uh, June Those s- more wow. June sixteenth. Sorry, next date, June sixteenth. Yeah. Uh, pair of guys from the '98 World Series team. Uh, first one, Wally Joyner. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, Wally Joyner, uh, the thing that I know most about Wally Joyner, probably my favorite thing about him is that uh, he's, he was bald when he was playing for the Padres, and he posed for the Padres like magazine um, as like a, as like the friar because he was like bald, and so he wore like he wore like the brown uh, robe. And he posed as the friar. Incredible. At, and I was like, yeah, Wally Joyner, you're pretty awesome. Plus, he's Mormon. Not a lot of Mormons. In major league, so props to Wally Joyner, mm-hmm. uh, and also shortstop Chris Gomez. Do you know who Chris Gomez is? I feel like I want to say yes, yeah. but unless he was a shortstop in like two thousand, like eleven. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I do. Well, he was a shortstop, uh, but uh, yeah, not for not in 2011. I think he stopped in 2001 or so. But um, hmm, Chris okay. Gomez, yeah. the one thing I remember about Chris Gomez is that I think there was like a, there was like a, like, a, oh man, this is so old. So my parents got like a VHS copy of mm-hmm. like the Padres season in review in 1998 or maybe it was 96. I can't remember which one. I think it was 98. Um, but. Someone in the video has a sign that said, "If loving Chris Gomez is wrong, I don't want to be right." <laughs> and that's that's the one thing that I I, I also met Chris Gomez at the Fan Fest uh, at, at the All Star Fan Fest last year. But um, I think that sign from that video from that VHS my parents had will be the one thing that I remember most about Chris Gomez. Is that if loving Chris Gomez is wrong, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, uh, June seventeenth, we got two more dates. Uh, Sean Abner, do you know who Sean nope. Abner is? Nope. Nope. Uh, you are fortunate because Sean Abner. Actually, I think the thing I know most about Sean Abner is that I think he's the like if you were to list the Padres, like the all-time Padre list in order from like last name, like from A to Z. I think he's the first one. I think Abner A B. Oh yeah, A B. Yeah, I think he's the first one. Nice. Um, and another thing that's worth knowing is that he was drafted by the Mets, uh, first pick of the first round in 1984. And oh, oh. he accumulated a career negative 1.3 war. <laughs> so Ouch. not what you want out of the first round 
pick. I, I like the one on one pick, but um, yeah. But at least the Potters didn't pick him. He just played for us later on, <laughs> so <laughs> he was. Uh, I think by I think he actually made his debut with the Potters, so by then he was kind of like a flamed out prospect. Um, so oh, okay. <laughs> I guess the joke's on us because most of that negative war was accumulated with the Padres. <laughs> but at least we. <laughs> oh, so he was positive before before he came here is what you're telling no, me. No, he was nothing. And... He was no. He, he was just. Oh, oh, he, he made his debut here. Yeah, also. he made his debut. Okay. but the, he was drafted by the Mets. I don't know how he got over to the Padres. Uh, looks mm. like Baseball Reference tells us that oh, it was with the um, the Kevin McReynolds trade. Um, okay. So, anyways, that's. Uh, that's Sean Abner. And last, June 18th, um, you might know this one, Ben Johnson. Do you remember Ben Johnson? It's uh, it's like a pretty generic name to know. Like, ben, like I don't know. It's a very generic name. Yeah, Ben Johnson. I, I don't think I do. I want to say it's an outfielder, like kind of like the beginning of the Petco Park days, at least for me. I think I was, uh, I was, I kind of missed out the beginning of Petco Park. But a Ben Johnson outfielder and Sandy Alomar. Do you know? No. <laughs> you don't know who Sandy Alomar is? Okay. okay. Let me look him up. I'm going to feel bad in about two seconds. Uh, well, you know who Roberto Alomar is, right? Yeah. Hall of Famer. So this is a Sandy. Are they, uh, oh, so you're telling me they're related. They huh? are brothers, yeah. So uh, <laughs> Sandy Alomar, well, he... Uh, well, didn't have a career with us at all. Yeah, it was pretty short, pretty abbreviated. Um, so back- Eight games. <laughs> Eight games and, uh, let's see, 23 <laughs> plate appearances. Um, but as soon as he left the Padres, he was a six-time All-Star <laughs> starting the year he left. So, um, yeah. Have you heard the Almar? I guess it's our fault for trading you because that's what's happened, right? I'm looking down here at the transactions. Sounds, a... and, uh, yeah, sounds about right. Oh, yeah, he was traded by the Padres with Carlos Baerga and Chris James for Joe Carter. We promptly traded to the Blue Jays, so we didn't really. Uh, and yeah, we got Fred McGriff, and then we traded him again for Melvin Nieves, who I, I just yeah, we don't need to talk about that. That was a dark moment in my life when Fred McGriff was traded. So, anyways, not to end on a down note, but a happy birthday to uh, to those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players from Potter's past. Um, we have not forgotten you, although Chad actually never knew you, so. I guess uh, don't don't get your ego too inflated just because you're mentioned. On- I didn't forget. I did not forget. <laughs> don't get your ego inflated too much just because you were mentioned on such a prestigious podcast such as this one. Oh. <laughs> All right, Chad. Well, uh, it's been uh, it's been long enough, and I've had a good time. Anything else we got we got to mention? Yeah. No, I don't think so. All right. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Yep. Uh, we are up. I think we've. I think our Twitter has been active for about a week, and we're. Uh, we're up to. I don't, need, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't need, I don't need to brag, but we're up to uh, triple digits. So that could mean a big number or a smaller. But, uh, I'm happy with that. But if you're interested in following us, uh, which you probably already are, but if you're, if you're not, or if you if you want to, uh, you know, write it on like the bathroom stall or something, uh, you know, free advertising. We'll take what we can get. Um, it's uh, at Pods Prospectus. Uh, you can follow me and get uh, pictures of uh, the armadillo that we will eventually catch. Uh, Marcus I'm excited for that. SDTX <laughs> and uh, Chad what's yours again it's uh, the Chamner the Chamner so uh, the and then C-H-A-M-N-E-R 
just my name, the first letter of my first name, then my last name. I've been meaning to ask. It, it flows off the tongue yeah. really well. I've been meaning to ask, what is that, your profile picture? What is that? Oh, yeah, that's a, uh, that's an inside joke, let's say. <laughs> okay, all right. So, yeah, Chad is, Chad is <laughs> maybe, not... Maybe, a, I should, maybe I should look into changing that. Yeah, you are not, in fact, an old man. That's not me. <laughs> At first, I wasn't sure. No, you know, no before, that's not, in fact, me. Before I called you, I, did, I didn't know what you sounded like, and <laughs> I, can, I can tell that you're not an old man that says, get wrecked. <laughs> so, that's, that's not actually me. <laughs> okay, well, spoiler alert. You can keep an eye out. You can follow Chad uh, and see if he does change his profile picture, and if he doesn't, then uh, maybe he'll just kind of leave you hanging there and uh, keep you coming back to see... Yeah, when he does change it. Anyways, uh, we'll go ahead and sign off. And thanks for listening. And we'll uh, talk to you next time. Go Padres. Go Padres.